Number 35 on your jersey, number 35 in your hearts, Slay Dog, Ron Slay. Ron, how are you, my friend? I'm good, Chris. How you doing, man? Listen, man, can you make a three? Oh, what? You tell me from where? What part of the, what part of the parking lot you want me to make it from? <laughs> hey, you could, hey, I got a feeling, Slay. You could take that headband of yours and put it around your eyes and maybe make a few more <laughs> than the balls made yesterday. Hey, one thing for sure, man, there's no way, no way I can miss that many threes. <laughs> now, that, was, that was a rough situation, man. Yeah, and, you know, it's, I guess there's a couple ways to look at it, Ron. That you, if you're looking at it from the, the glasses half full, you say, well, there's no way Tennessee's going to shoot that poorly again this year because clearly they got guys that can make threes. But I think the other side is there are going to be games where they don't make shots, they don't shoot well. Where in your mind – are they going to find points? And who has to grow up? Who has to come through? Clearly, Bowden can't, you know, disappear. And Lamont, I think the two of them were, I don't know what they were. It was awful. But those two guys, veterans, have got to make shots when they count. But they got you can't just put them on them. They've got to have other guys around them score and do some things because they ain't got Grant to dump it down into anymore when they need to keep asking. Exactly. And that was, I think, with Grant being the mainstay, on that elbow, you could always slow down the pace and the offense. Um, when things were hectic, you could always give him the ball and let him get a bucket and kind of get us back on track. In this situation that we have now, we're depending on Lamonte and Bowden to be the steady, steady of the ship and uh, make sure that everybody's following and also not only by them leading but also being able to score. And that's 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 a tough deal if you've never been in those shoes. You know, I think we kind of took for granted how good our guys were. So um, when you lose four guys to the NBA and you got one coming back who played a significant role but nothing compared to what he, he's going to have to play in Bowden or Turner, um, it, it's, it's a long road ahead. But you can look at it two ways, man. Um, we were playing the number 13 team in the nation, and we lost about four at home to a team that plays eight to nine guys with impactful minutes. And we're really – we're playing seven guys, but we're only really playing five guys with major impactful minutes. So that, that plays a, a big difference. But I, I think we got some things to grow. And, and to answer your question as far as who could, who's going to be able to step up, I think we saw a little bit of Josiah James in the first 10 to 12 minutes of the game. Um, he was steady. knocking. It was leaving him open on the rotation pass, and he was knocking the three down. I also think we've got to get something from Jalen Johnson, man. I'm – I'm expecting a lot more from him. I've been harping on that all year. Um, we also need some from Palms and Fulkerson down low. Um, you have to have some type of balance, whether it be um, guys back cutting and getting to the rim and getting point, points in the paint or somebody being able to go down there and open up the boom-boom room and get the work down there. So I, I think it's going to be um, a coaching staff that's really got to go to the drawing board and try to manufacture some points somehow, some way. Yeah, I want to remind fans of VolWallArt.com, the official online photo store of the Vols, wants to help you deck your walls with the Vols this holiday season. Visit VolWallArt.com right now for their Beyond Black Friday sale. Enjoy 30% off your purchases. Simply enter GBO30 at checkout. That's VolWallArt.com, your source for exclusive UT Athletics prints, canvases, and posters. Ron, we mentioned Turner and Bowden. They were combined from the field now. Three of 21, one of 11. I said before you came on, though, as ugly as those numbers are, 
and, and again, those, those kids have made a lot of big shots. They're going to make a lot more for Tennessee, and you don't want to put them all at their feet. But I think this is the number that jumps out to me. Combined, they took four free throws, Ron. Four, they got to the line four times. Delmonte was three of four. Bow was O of O's. O of O. Those two have got to get to the free line, especially in those games when their shots aren't fault. Exactly. And those are, guys, those are the guys that are going to have the ball in their hand. So they got to kind of force the issue. I know Bowden missed a lot of shots early that he usually makes. Um, and when we had that 10-point lead, we couldn't, we couldn't put, any, put any, any space in between us and Memphis because of us knocking down shots and those down screens and things of that nature, shooting those jumpers. You know, that's, that's the shots we got, but we need them to be a little bit more aggressive on it. So sometimes you might have to turn those down to go in there and jump into one of the big guys, try to get in the bonus. Um, but another thing also, somehow we gotta we got to manufacture points from transition also. So with defensive stops like we were getting, they got to be able to pitch the ball ahead and trust somebody that's ahead and that they can make a play. So Lamonte doesn't have to be on the ball so much. Jordan Bowden doesn't have to be. Like, it was one point in the game that it got kind of stagnant. I saw Bowden running the, the uh, baseline with a double screen. And that would work when you got Grant Williams setting the screen, you got Admiral Schofield setting the screen, Kyle Alexander. And I hate to harp on the team from last year, but it is what it is. And we don't have those caliber players. So it's somehow that same offense, I don't believe it's going to be um, effective for us as far as putting points on the board. Yeah. I was just looking it up, Ron. Tennessee with two fast break points in the game. Now, Memphis only had three. So right. neither team was able to get really out and transition and run. Uh, but – but Tennessee, for, for all they did wrong last night or yesterday, Tennessee's defense, I mean, they competed, and they will guard you on defense. I remember Rick telling me when I was over there watching them that he feels like their length, their ability to guard on the ball and really be disruptive will keep them in some games this year that when they don't shoot it well. But I, even, you know, I don't care how good defense you play. When you go four from 26 from three, you're going to have a hard time winning. But, yeah, they've got – I agree with you. They've got to get it out and transition some more. Here's the other thing that's scary from a Tennessee perspective, Ron. Levante Turner played 39 minutes, 39 minutes. And I don't know, hey, you know, he's battled some injuries. That's a lot of minutes to play. If they're going to count on him to play those kind of minutes every game and score, uh, yeah. you get into no, excuse me, I'm still in football mode. You get into February and March, and you got to count that kind of mileage on you, boy, it really starts to wear on you, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Um, and that's not even calculating the bruises, the bumps, everything else that comes along with it. Because not only does he handle it with those 39 minutes, and Coach Vaughn's system, he got to defend on us. So that, that, that plays a, a different role for him. We just got to see. I, one thing I was happy for, we only had nine turnovers. And that's a huge difference than right. the previous games. <laughs> like, we were out for turnovers out there. So I think it was, it was a, that's a big improvement. But like you said, man, we got we to gotta somehow find a way to manufacture points. Lamonte can't go and score two points. Um, he scored two points, I think, with two minutes left in the game, and that was his first field goal. So that's going to be difficult to, to beat anybody, especially a, a loaded Florida, Kentucky, like teams of this nature that really get after you hard-wise. You have another guy step up. Man. One thing for sure, even though we're, I'm, I'm being down on Bowden right now and Turner, I totally expect, like you said, for them to come through in the clutch for us and, like you said, make big shots. But right now we got to deal with the here and now. And right now, it doesn't look good offensively. 
Yeah. Well, and those, and those two kids have made, as I said, they made a lot of big shots. And I know they've got a bunch. Both those kids have a lot of pride. I've been around them. It, it, but it's a different role for both of them. You know, last year, you know, they were, you know, as I said earlier, on that defenses weren't really able to slide their defense and shadow those two guys because they had to worry about Admiral and they had to worry about Grant. Right. You know, this year teams are going to do, they're going to say, we're going to we're gonna take Bowden out of the game. You know, we're going to make Lamonte, you know, Lamonte work for everything he can. And, and if those two can't beat us, we'll see who else can beat us. Now, Tennessee goes on the road. And I think when you, when you have a game like that, where you just don't play like you, you feel like you can, certainly when you shoot as poorly as Tennessee did, Ron, you want to get back out and play again. That's right. the good news because Tennessee plays Wednesday on the road at Cincinnati. But you talk about a team that D's you up historically. I mean, Cincinnati yeah. gets in your jock and they get after you. It will be very interesting to me to see how Tennessee responds offensively on the road against a team that's going to play tough deep. Yeah, no doubt about it. And that definitely another team that goes deep. Um, they have they have a they're led by a senior guard who can really play. They also got some guys, especially uh, traditionally, like you said. That they're going to bang. It's going to be a physical matchup, and we got to see if we can beat physical. Because I know Fulk, expect it from Eves, but um, we got to see some other guys. And I think coming into the season with Euro not being eligible, if I'm saying his name right, um, if him with him not being eligible, that allowed Olivier come on to step up. Um, but he is a freshman, right. <laughs> so we're going. It's going to be hard for him to jump in that atmosphere and be ready to go like that. I think one of the things that helped out was Grant Williams creating that that, that uh, three-pointer, the trail, the trail spot three-pointer and the free-throw line jumper the year before because we got a little stagnant his sophomore year. So him coming back the way he did in his junior year, um, that helped to open up the offense. And I say that to say, I think they were planning on getting Euros, and it's a little bit different when you got a seven-footer out there shooting the trailer three, opens up a lot more on those curl screens for Bowden, Turner, and I think and I think they were banking on that, uh, the NCAA making them eligible, and that threw a huge bunker wrench in the in the, yeah. in the, in the no, they definitely They definitely were, Ron. I think they definitely felt like he was going to be there and, and would be a big part of what they do both offensively and defensively because he also gives you that rim protector. You know, with Kyle being gone, they don't have that right. defensively either. So, um, hey, I looked for you yesterday. I missed seeing you at the uh, – I went by the basketball arena earlier in the day, and it was awesome. A lot of guys from all the way back into the 60s were there. They honored the 79 SEC Tournament Championship team. Coach DeVoe was there. Uh, but got a chance to see a lot of the guys, a few of them that you played with and, and some of the ones real old like me that I went to school with. But I love to see them doing those kind of events, and I think they're going to do more of those events, Ron, for basketball going forward because I know it's important to Coach Barnes to, to bring back, you know, the people, the guys that laid, you know, the foundation. And, and I talked to Coach Fulmer there yesterday. He was there, made an appearance, and he wants to do it as well. So look forward to doing those kind of things down the road. Yeah, I definitely I definitely want to uh, get back up there, man. I'm hot. I couldn't make it yesterday, but – that's something big for not only the team but for Vault Nation also to see us coming back, the camaraderie between the young and the old, and um, also linking ourselves with the players that are there now. I think that's one of the best things that Coach Barnes has done. Also, Coach Former, um, along along with doing it in football. Yeah, now, there there were a bunch of guys there. Names, I mean, names that go back even before me. Howard Wood was there. Reggie Johnson, yeah. Gary Carter, the pride of Science Hill High School, was there. Great right. to see Gary. Um, Johnny Darden, Terry Crosby, a bunch of those guys that played 
in the late 70s and early 80s, Tony White. But it was, uh, it was great to see everybody. Ron, man, we really appreciate you spending some time with us tonight. We'll do this down the road again soon, my friend. And you keep uh, we'll, we'll listen for you on the radio. You keep doing what you do, and uh, we'll catch up soon. Hey, most definitely, Chris. Uh, one word for Ball Nation, man. Stick with us. It is. It is. We lost four players to the, the NBA people, four starters. Nobody else in the nation can say that. So just hang in there, trust what Coach Barnes is doing, and be ready for the reload next year. There you go. Ron, thanks, right. man. Appreciate it. That's Ron Slay, number yeah. 35, spending some time with us tonight on the